Hello, and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we dance circles around other fangirls as we discuss the greatest show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're on the 18th episode in the series, The Operation. Ah, uh, The Operation. The dancing episode, if I'm going with <laughs> going with my, I guess, my childhood nicknames or how I reference <laughs> uh, each of them. But also the dancing episode and also then a very, you know, intense look at uh, you know the hospital system and American healthcare, <laughs> as we get a lot on this show because it's very relevant to the older generation for sure. They love a layered, uh, a layered episode. You know, in the first season, I feel like it's like something really funny and crazy. Like they're just tap dancing in a talent show for I don't know people above fifty, and then also Dorothy has a paralyzing fear of hospitals, and she's receiving really poor healthcare. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which which completely bolsters that fear. <laughs> like, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, actually, um, well, let's talk about the fun part first, the tap dancing, which is just, like, so cool and so fun to see these ladies, like, do this perfect <laughs> dance together. Um, and also just thinking about how, like, these women, uh, you know, especially, like, for, like, when they were coming up in, in Hollywood, like, that was a thing, like, singing and dancing was much more of a focus, right, than sitcom stuff, so the fact that they would be good at dancing, and that they, they could feature this as, like, part of the episode was really cool, um, even though I actually learned that Rue McClanahan learned to tap dance for the first time in this episode. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it does make sense that she would have had, they all would have had some background in musical theater, but yeah. um, it's so, it's so great that she, like, did her own stunts <laughs> you know <laughs> yes, like it's exactly. really um it's really impressive exactly. i actually found... i always wondered too oh real quick i just wondered too of like was it just convenient or was b arthur like i won't dance like you know just like conveniently written to the plot that like she's not part of it right or she just like b arthur didn't want to do it i don't know that's an interesting that's yeah. interesting. i feel like it could have been either way um yeah. i actually found a clip of b arthur and betty white dancing together um for some like tv special about 42nd street um oh, in the 1970s. So, cool. so she can tap dance i, oh, I will verify sure. that that's, yeah <laughs> exactly and that's what i'm saying like all these like i feel like that had to be sort of your calling card you couldn't just be a one-trick pony you know you really Not had then. to have that multi-talent <laughs> so that's um, so cool this it's so funny though because there's um this one is like a very funny episode I think and when they're doing that dance um Sophia you know her retorts to every time she sees them dancing are very funny but I love um the one <laughs> yeah. where she's like Margaret Weinstein did the same thing when they changed your medication <laughs> oh right I thought you meant my favorite was when she goes I won't dance don't ask me <laughs> that one's so good too it's so great <laughs> I feel like that happens so many times where it's just like um uh well, what was the episode? I guess it was when um, Blanche is begging Dorothy to go out with Arnie, um, which eventually happens to Rose. Like, she's like, oh, will you go out with his friend, his brother? And Sophie goes, sure, I'm game. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm not talking to you. They really... I won't dance. Don't ask me. In contrast to the last one, I think they do a really good job at weaving Sophia into the storyline, even though she's not um, in their, their dance group. Um, yeah. When she does, like, her lines are peppered in it's very funny and, and it's not like out of place like it's not you know we're out of milk it's, it works here <laughs> <laughs> right exactly oh gosh but yeah and also like the fact that like we open with her knitting a bottle cover for sherry that she drinks in the park 
I also just love drinking sherry in the park. <laughs> like this is just, it's just awesome. That's just a, a perfect old little lady <laughs> like being a rebel. It's amazing. Yeah. And she's a member of the cloud society, which is just like her and her friends looking at clouds, which I assumed was like, cause they were drinking and looking at clouds. Like I love, I love whatever she has going on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I know. Like you'd think it would be like some CBD joke these days. Yeah, exactly. It's great. No, it's it's great. Like this is like um when when you flash forward to um Blanche like being nervous about going on, right? And Betty like you know, Rose obviously, uh is like really just like we're doing this like tough crap. Um <laughs> Blanche is telling a childhood story where she looks bad. Yeah. Which is like does that ever happen? <laughs> you know, that she beat her pants. Like even though she was a little girl and it's like a cute like little story, it struck me so it just like stands out because she never tells a story from her childhood or otherwise where she actually comes out looking bad. Yeah, except I for mean, when they find the picture and she's that fat water rat. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but so far. Yeah. Um, also, all of the tap moves they do are like named after Cincinnati or they're out of Cincinnati. I know nothing about tap dancing, so it just cracks me up that like there are so many of these. And then, like, Sophia references going to Cleveland for her Uncle, Mario, Uncle Mario's funeral. And it's like, how much Ohio was in this episode? I don't anyway, know. Was Ohio, was much... Tap invented in Ohio? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> but clearly, Cincinnati got some sort of toehold on it. Hey-o. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy. So Dorothy has, like, what she perceives to be, like, a minor injury or whatever, right? And then it's so bizarre that when they're, like, all kind of talking about what's going on with Dorothy's foot. Their Rose is like, prove it. Do a Cincinnati two-step. And it's like, don't do yeah. that if you're injured. <laughs> what a weird thing. <laughs> it's very bizarre. <laughs> and she goes, okay. And you're like, I'm already wincing yeah. before she like even starts. I'm like, girl. Um, I also love that they make an STD joke oh, about yeah. Morton's neuroma. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you ever catch it in your foot? (laughs) It's like, it's such low hanging fruit, but it's just great because it's just a bizarre name for just like, you know, assist, (laughs) whatever. Um, But anyway, yeah. So, so again, we see like this Dorothy antithesis, like she's the strong one, right? But she has this vulnerability about hospitals, right? And, and, you know, what about blood? What about death? Like, what are these all... (laughs) What are these what are these potential, you know, issues that can come from me taking care of this the way that, you know, everybody is telling me that I should. I think it's just it's a really good choice of having this be her fear because as again, as we see, it's quite grounded in the way that she's treated in the hospital by the doctors. Yeah, and you know what else um it I think that another piece in addition to uh, it pairs well with it, but in addition to the, like the fear of like the medical establishment and medical treatment is this whole idea of like aging with dignity. And yes, um, you know, we see her struggle with that later down the line with a, a hearing aid. Um, what? <laughs> Tell her what the doctor said. Oh my God. It's so far away, but I'm so fucking stoked. That one's so good. Good news. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one of my top five favorite episodes so and i have a great story for when we come uh, around to that like eight years from now <laughs> but but yeah so i mean like it's it's this thing that is um you know could be treated and, and could be fixed but you have to address it and i feel like it's a pretty universal um 
situation to be in. And even yes. though logically when you lay it out, it's like, why would you not just go get this thing fixed really quickly and then live your totally normal life after that? You, you know, getting it fixed is a hurdle and it's, it's not as simple yes. as it sounds. Exactly. Exactly. And it's interesting, you know, like, yeah, Sophia makes the point where she's like, all right, we're going to do the operation here. And she's like, no, I'm just acting as stupid as you are. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Like, I should fix this thing. It should be simple. But then again, you go to the hospital. We have this very American healthcare scene, right? Like where it's just like the doctor's like, yeah, you're, it's not your doctor that you, you're expecting that you're comfortable with because you're already afraid. I'm just going to come in here and have you sign forms. Like I'm not actually going to be personable or explain much to you. Um, whoops. I uh, don't want to talk about malpractice, but <laughs> ha ha, I do. And then, you know, like nothing, like it all is obviously played for laughs and it's exaggerated, but it's not exaggerated that much. Like, there is definitely a lot of, like, true beats in there that I don't even know if they were going for when they wrote this episode. But my God, does it ring true today? Yeah, no, definitely. And and I think, um, like, you know, seeing Dorothy in the hospital and having her navigate that is is terrifying. But I think, and, and I related to that, um, Sophia's reaction to Dorothy's unwillingness to get treatment and the whole, like, um, let me suffer, you know, that yeah. bit is also <laughs> yeah. very true. I feel like, I feel like mothers, um, in any situation when their child is in pain or struggling, like, you know, they all talk about how awful that is. But in a, in a situation like this, where it's like, she should be receiving better care, but there's nothing yes. you can do to fix that. It must be wildly frustrating. Absolutely. Also like <laughs> worse when you, you know the pain of mothers you know see, or the pain of mothers seeing their children in pain and and Sophia goes worse than the 23 hours of labor it took to bring you into this world and then Dorothy like starts reciting like her entire speech which I just love that interplay of like again reminding you their mother and daughter and she's heard this for years but the, like literally I was in labor with my daughter 23 hours exactly <laughs> what's really hilarious is I watched this episode again I was like oh my god that was like the best part of my entire labor <laughs> I guess second to my kid coming out okay but uh <laughs> but I was like oh my gosh it's like the same uh same hours for Sophia that's great <laughs> yeah did you do that on purpose <laughs> I you know no it just happens man it's nuts I definitely wouldn't have picked that long but uh but uh, but yeah, also um, along the lines of like uh, the healthcare system and things um, and Sophia, again, is like talking about Sicily and having like, you know, operations with no um, pain, pain relievers or anything like that. And she says this whole speech and she just goes, Sicily, love it or leave it. <laughs> like, it's just kind of interesting because, again, we're, we're before we're a little pre the picture it type of things where we constantly are going back to Sicily. But I also wonder what people who live in Sicily think of the Golden Girls and like think of all these like <laughs> moments, particularly in the eighties, of being like, come on, we're not like that. We're not this backwards country. You know, so I'm I'm fascinated by that. I would love to like read an interview with somebody watching it real time. Yeah, maybe it's like banned there or something. Um <laughs> yeah. And, you know, speaking of the family relationships, we haven't heard too much about Sal yet. Like, I think he's been mentioned here and there, but um, I think that this Dorothy definitely has like subtle issues with him in general, I think, and like his lack of uh, yeah. what seems to be being around. But she talks about, um, you know, the traumatizing experience of being left alone at the hospital and when she right. was a kid. And Sophia is like, well, we had to work. Like, what were we going to do? Which is understandable and relatable but also like yes obviously Dorothy would be a little damaged from that so um 
it's interesting that it pops You're up right. here. That comes up. Yeah. That comes up a couple other times of just like the way that, um, yeah, that Sal in particular, like has, a, there's a couple of traumatizing moments that, um, that Dorothy has gone through with him in particular. So mm-hmm. noted for the further, the future, uh, appearances. <laughs> yeah. Wait till <laughs> we get into Blanche's daddy issues. You think we got a whole lot to oh, go through. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a lot of weird ones. Um, um, can we talk about Bonnie? Oh, yeah, Bonnie. I was... <laughs> yeah. Also speaking, like, I, I was saying that healthcare scene is very, like, American and very real. But also what is very not real is the fact that Bonnie is sleeping over in the hospital the night before her surgery. <laughs> I mean, maybe she had tests and pre-op stuff. But, like, come on. She's, like, getting surgery tomorrow. I'm just, like, hanging out here. I was, like, I'm pretty sure... That's not how it works, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I like what they're using. I mean, again. Like, I like the reasoning behind oh, Bonnie. Of course. Of course. No, it's wonderful. And she's a great character. I kind of wish that we had, like, her as a fuller episode. Um, and I love that, uh, you know, she just, like, <laughs> Dorothy says, you know, she feels like a damn fool. Like, it's it's so real and very very relevant to, like, when, when you're being neurotic about your own life and then somebody just checks you on it and not and they're not even intending to right you just sort of put the pieces together yourself and it really puts things into perspective for you and that's like the way that b arthur delivers that line is like you can see the wheels turning in her head already of just like all right like i i gotta do this i am being stupid yeah no it's great and and the dynamic between dorothy and sophia is obviously um maybe a little bit ahead of this other one but the one between rose and blanche is really i think blooming here um it's yeah. so funny when, so first of all, I love when Rose runs in because she saw a big ugly man with a limp near her window, <laughs> <laughs> which is so great. Also, again, playing on sort of that big ugly man thing with B. Arthur and her being able to like take it in stride and play along so well. <laughs> and, then she, and then she goes up there she's like, but then again, it was dark and I tend to overdramatize. And then Dorothy just really gently nods her head it is perfection of like the just the subtle acting where she's just like just gently nods her head and it says so much in that one look and that one action it's it's amazing it it is it's so good and i think rue mcclanahan kind of does it on the other side where she she could have easily overacted during the time where she's trying to get out of like performing in the show when she's like, I think I got what Dorothy has and one little girl in her pants, but it's so funny and it really works. And it, it, it works because like we've seen that Blanche is not good under pressure. She wasn't right. You know, and like, this is another one of those moments where like her, facade of like being this incredibly confident and like always confident woman she has to strip it down because she doesn't want to do it. Of course, you know, we're all thrilled that she Mm -hmm. does because it's a wonderful performance, but um, correct. It's nice to see that friendship kind of like on its own um, really flourishing in this one. Yes, exactly. And, you know, constantly carries into their acting and like that they're, they're doing things together um, apart from the other two, like outside the house, which is really, really fun. Um, And it's funny. I mean, (laughs) we'll, we, this is going forward a little bit but um i would have referred to this episode as like the one where it ends on the freeze frame because like what is that it <laughs> never happens again it's never happened before were they just trying it one time <laughs> what a weird thing does it only happen 
in this I episode? think so. I don't, I don't ever recall it happening ever again. <laughs> I just also thought, thought it was really funny. So again, let's explore that moment because, okay, Dorothy had to be in the hospital. So they, they kicked her out of the act and, and formed the two Merry Widows. So she can't dance with them again. You're also recovering, but you're really that mad? Like that you're going to punch through their hat? I'm not, it's very bizarre, but also did. Oh man, now I'm just like reminded of like, oh my, every fucking television show ended on a Dorothy yeah. Freeze frame like that in these days. It's really funny. Um, but yeah, it's again, another stretch where you're just like, is that really what you would react to? Anyway, I also think that this is a nice, um, sort of foreshadowing to all of the times we've talked about how theater plays like kind of a bigger role in this in this show yeah. than maybe you'd realize but all of the times that you see Dorothy or not Dorothy I'm sorry Rose and Blanche in costume in an inappropriate setting um because like yeah. there's this one where they walk in but I I couldn't help think of the one where Rose um is gonna go for a walk when she's like dressed as like a cat because oh, you yeah. know and then like, the cats are amazing or the, the nuns, nuns when they yeah <laughs> You're right. There are like there are like a ton of those. Um, that's right. Oh man, there's got to be. Hopefully, some super fan put together a montage of that on YouTube. <laughs> Otherwise, I guess we're gonna have to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That sets a great precedent. For that. <laughs> oh God. I think the um, the only other thing uh, that we didn't talk about here is just like we talked about how many weird cops there are in this show, but then there's just like another weird priest. Like just count it again. <laughs> Uh, like he comes in and he wakes her up like the best she wakes up from being splashed with holy water which is kind of awesome <laughs> and again I think it's like another callback of get it's so bizarre but if you think about it just for a second that also could very much happen it's just bureaucracy and the priest is just like oh whoops came in the wrong room like totally classic <laughs> for an old man priest just wandering around the hospital and just like not even paying attention i'm just doing my checklist <laughs> it's, it's so stupid but it's actually like you're like no actually that that could probably happen too hospitals are really weird places there <laughs> yeah and then he's like and then he's like do you need last rites while i'm here and it's like you would never say that I, but 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 again like they would like i've met like it's an irreverent priest uh, it's, i've met yeah. so many of them where they're just like oh by the way yeah you're gonna die so are you worried about that <laughs> just like, get the hell out of here yeah they're always like oh offering God. blessings and you're like i don't want your fucking blessing guy like <laughs> keep it to <laughs> <Get> yourself <laughs> oh man you got anything else no i think we covered it all (laughs) i love it i love it all right well join us next time when we discuss the lifestyle contrasts of flying in a private jet and installing your own toilet (laughs) (laughs) take care folks